This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Except no substitutes. I mean, it's the only, at this point, like every, every change to the podcast formula has been attempted and done. Like there's no, the only way we can revolutionize the medium at this point is to just not record. Welcome to Who Watches the Watch, the only podcast published as an NFT. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, you can earn the rights to this podcast. All you need to do is pay me $10 million. And I we will are give not you the digital you. rights to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna make like really bad pickrude images of all of us. We are we are uh, right? it's all, like of our, all the hosts of this that podcast. Ten thousand dollars a pop. Yeah. <laughs> you could just pay somebody. You could just commission someone to do that for you, like a lot cheaper. And I'm not saying fairy artists are the cheapest because they're not. Yeah, but, but it's, not- you, it's certainly less than ten it's grand. <laughs> You don't own a unique hyperlink to an image, then. It's Mm. about, like, buying... somehow uses electricity. It's more about just, like, buying rights to trade this thing and hope that people are going to buy it from you for more money. I hope someone buys this picture of, like, a lion smoking a cigarette. Yeah. (laughs) These people are so weird, though. Like, I've seen that one... That that one guy who I, I I linked to who said that he bought the ugly monkey the, the image for like fifteen k, I looked at his profile and he only retweets people with different monkey avatars mm. from that same collection, and then one of them had like a pinned tweet that said the trouble with NFTs is that once you buy your first one, you're gonna want more of them. And then everyone was in the reply, just like, like yeah, Pringles, it's like, it's just like a tattoo. It's like a, it's like an addiction. I want, I keep, I keep wanting more. But like, if they all cost like ten k, um, you know? here's here's what that is. Um, that is a good old fashioned gambling addiction. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, it is mm. new in in but form, honestly, but it is a gambling addiction. You should probably you should probably gamble money. You're more yeah. likely to make money off it. Yeah, this is the- <laughs> which is to say, really unlikely. This is very funny. <laughs> thread of like monkey avatars that impossible facts posted that was you can believe in your projects without tearing down others screw that fuck those toads kidding of course i'm part of the lions which get more than their fair share of hate we're still early in this space so we need to stick together and promote this awesome nft community can't believe lions get fud and hate they are so dope and amazing community don't get it at all Lions get fud and hate because of how aggressive they have been on threads. I have noticed a very positive shift in the community over the last several weeks. Very much has gone from shilling on posts to being an active participant in relevant discussion. Okay. I want to appreciate the change. And then a lion tips in and says, this has been a big discussion lately. We are working at some things out. Of course, you can't control everyone, though. And then a monkey says, I have noticed the shift and appreciate it. And then another lion says... Yeah, we have been trying not to just roar on every post, but actually contribute and carry on the discussions. We were mainly just trying to be seen at first. It meant only good from it. But yeah, I too appreciate the shift in interactions with the community. This is like, I've seen, this is a fucking furry lapping message board. This is, I just, I saw this on Tumblr like 10 years ago. Um, except they weren't talking about NFTs. They were talking about like I don't know the the fight between the wolf clan and the lion den or you whatever that, the fuck. Um, like <laughs> you know this that, is just laughing. Yeah, you know that meme that's fun. like everything is crabs. It all comes back to crabs. Yeah, the crab cycle. It's like that, but it's internet and it's always furries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, you know what? I don't think they're people. I mean, furries are also clowning on these people. 
in all fairness. Like, oh no, I'm not no shade on furries. <laughs> Some of my best friends are furries. <laughs> I <laughs> It's more that they just sort of seem to be replicating <laughs> the same sort of communities that it's like about NFTs, but for some reason it's also become like a weird furry LARP community again. The LARPing it thing seems is just to very have, weird. It seems to have become just like this gang war thing. <laughs> like because because as I said, like the the guy I looked at was like only posting from like monkey. Mm-hmm. Avatars, which is very funny because the guy who made the monkey NFTs like fucked off and disappeared off Twitter and took all the money and is oh, now, yes, like, they're not giving up. They've still they're got not their community. Up. Oh yeah, I community is they, when a community is when you buy things and you own the same thing. Yeah, and they still all have their mm-hmm. monkey avatars. And like this one also posted, like this monkey avatar person also posted the same thing you said about. It says you can believe in your you can believe in your projects without tearing down others. Um, so here's here's the thing: uh, uh, NFTs are in real time tearing apart the planet. So I don't yeah. like. <laughs> hey, fuck I off. found a different. I'm I'm gonna do they're, an they're NFT. Lions and monkeys because they kill a lion and a monkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna get an NFT as an ora- of an orangutan. Um, and it's going to be called the librarian. And then the, the the NFT itself is just a video of um, a forest fire and that particular orangutan dying, but it's on like a loop. Yeah. Um, you thought the hosts of this um, podcast are all al- algorithmically generated, though. So extremely non fungible. Lions are and monkeys were bad. I just found, I just found the ultimate brain rot, which is. I'm just going to link to this Twitter account in the Discord so everyone can look at it. This is, is that the punks one? N- it's World of Women NFT. Uh, Hell yeah. No, I'm going to be okay. Coco Chanel as an NFT. <laughs> 10,000 unique, cool and diverse women. Rainbow emoji. Yeah. It's like throwing like a million dice on the floor and saying that's unique. NFT. Because that is unique. <laughs> NFTs, where are the women? Um, It'll be different next time you throw the dice. Well, they have such a range of like women of different ethnicities here who are available to buy images of or as cool. as I NFTs. I love to buy yeah. pictures of um, lots of different kinds of women. And it's really only, inclusive. One of these ethnicities fans. is green. <laughs> I just I you can jack off to that. I don't think this would like give you any benefits you no it kind of i don't think you're supposed to jack off this it's... is girl boss this is girl boss nft <laughs> this is like i can see caroline calloway doing this um yeah. it looks kind of like her art <laughs> but better starting the starting the clock mm. yeah <laughs> the lathe of heaven is is out <laughs> every every weekend new celebrity does an nft and it's always depressing yeah yeah i just don't i like i still kind of fundamentally don't really understand it um, and I don't have any desire to, so no one explain no. it to okay. me. Um, it's it's very stupid. Yeah, I was like, I explain g- it, but I know that don't. was like your trap that you were laying for me with your I think with you your explain with it, your wiles. You were like, I'm gonna lay this trap for Chaz because she loves to be helpful and explain things, even when I asked her not to. But I'm not gonna do it. So you're welcome. That's Thank you. People, that's what people always say about Chaz. Um, <laughs> did, um, so what what what's your what's your what's your explanation of NFTs, Chaz? This is this is a test. Um, I'm NFT. man asking you instead of mansplaining. <laughs> masking. An NFT is when you have no free time. 
And what it means is that you don't have time to do anything. So what you do is you buy a little picture of a monkey and the monkey does your hobbies while you work. So you'll be working, you know, you'll be doing your job. And meanwhile, your monkey will be like podcasting for you or whatever. And it's just like mm. a thing that means you can like work while also, you know, having time for your hobbies. So a little yeah. animal slave. <laughs> we like to think of them as a companion or a friend. But it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I mean, it, is, it is, I guess, like Tamagotchi and like collectible pogs, but also they burn down 30 rainforests. Yeah. I mean, not, yeah. I do so think funny. it's very funny that we're at just the point in the world where <laughs> people can come up with just just say this is valuable and then it is and it's yeah. just like a link that's literally just what the economy has been for i know i mean I, it is but i i hate that <laughs> i right. i just hate it's all the... fucking tulips it's tulips it starts it's tulips. off as tulips yeah and it's fucking tulips still i just hate the types uh, of guide this, attra- this attracts like it's just always the worst vibes do you, yeah. want, to, do you, do you want to see one i found which made me laugh out loud please which is it's it's a girl boss Apparently. Oh, I love it's also nudity, yeah. Oh, now this is good. No, I love oh. it. I pay for this. Stunning 3D animation of a girl boss, uh, proving that being strong and being a woman wasn't con- <laughs> contradictory. It wasn't contradictory, it wasn't. but now it is. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's just like a, a sexy cyborg uh, anime woman with a baseball bat. And her tits out, um, and she's wearing a, with, like a, heli yeah, kit, a Hello Kitty. She's fucking stacked. Oh, yeah. It is. I do want to stress that this is still by the World of Women NFT account. Like the same yeah. Celebrate Diverse Women account. Also just like uh, vaguely Asian robot naked woman. Stuff that says stuff like "Let's celebrate diverse women" is never something to be trusted. You guys, much. you guys are, I think, overlooking the fact that she has like a, a black hand holding a white hand on a on a patch on her shorts that's, that that's looks like true. a sort of racial mm. solidarity statement. That proves sorry. that she is an anti-racist mm. because she exactly. bought a patch. She um, also has which a is rolling that stones. Is the same as doing patch. real work. Oh. A, she's also she's also cool. licking her lips in a sort of sexy way. No, that's yeah, but what it's... she's licking off her lips is um, Cheetos because she's not like other girls. So it's like she's been eating Cheetos. <laughs> and she's just like licking. It it's off it's actually them. it's the blood of her enemies that she slayed with um, the sharpness of her eyeliner. Because yeah. women stress enough that slay. one of her tits is fully out. But it's no, she's no, got like a silver nipple cap on it. it. It's cultural. <laughs> I, I would like you to guess um, uh, the gender of the person who made this, or what I am assuming is the gender of this person who made this. I mean, I can uh, guess, but... A feminist? <laughs> oh, yes, that's yeah. the one gender. There is one yeah. gender, and it's feminist. I don't see gender, only feminist. Christ, have you, have you looked at his profile? I am looking it's, at it. Yeah, it's, it's a guy. And he's got a... Of course it's a guy. <laughs> This is the, the kind of art that um, Hideo Kojima would look at and go, mm, this is a bit much, maybe. <laughs> this yeah. is very odd. we got to stop talking about NFTs. The, the comments are, i really glad for it. Clap, 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 star. Cool AF and beautiful by Space Monkeys NFT. I would like to, the one last thing I'd like to say, that it, the, the thing that really, the cherry on the top for this whole subculture slash grift <laughs> uh, slash like bizarre 
economic bubble is that they have a, the the insult for people who don't believe in NFTs as right clickers. <laughs> That's incredible. You can well, funny. you can because you can just right click on them and save them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and that's. There's like this whole thing when the NFT artists are like, I'm so bored of this joke, haha, so mature. But like, it's, but it's funny true. The time it then, sounds, if you're so, sounds, if you're sounds so pretty mad. Yeah, exactly. Mad. Like, it's just like, <laughs> give me a reason not to make this joke. Like, yeah. not. <laughs> like, yes, you actually don't. You don't I mean, I even guess, get to own the image, I guess. I like, guess it's in the same way that. You can own uh, like a painting, but people can buy prints of the painting, right? Yeah, yeah. Except I mean, that's the argument. That operates under copyright law, which NFTs don't operate under copyright law. No. So I don't know. and and like the physical, like owning a physical painting is like I mean you've got it, and show yeah. but, and, but I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder what John Berger would have to say about all this. Are we going to talk about replicas? You know, uh, I, I think John replicas. Berger would die all over again. <laughs> Sorry, John Berger. Very helpful. Thank you. Um, I think it's he, funny how like Little Nas X made an NFT deal and then didn't mention it once. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. not just not, not just that he never said that. Like he, he just didn't even tweet about it. It's just you just Good have to read the article where it's like you can buy exclusive little Nas X NFTs. This is the kind of grift where I'm like, damn, what if I did that and got a million dollars and then I could just like have a million dollars, you I know. Um you have to consider two things. One, you wouldn't <laughs> you you wouldn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and and second of all, think about the planet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know you. I know you. I know you were seriously considering this, Chaz. I was, but yeah. I, I, I created an NFT and everything. Do you want to see what it? Horseth, Horseth like? oh, would yeah. be a good NFT. I just wanted to add, like, as a the third thing you need to consider is that you would lose your entire like artistic credibility. Like, yeah, no. You would lose it's all very crea- nice of you credibility to say that I have an artistic creative. credibility. That's very <laughs> I think of your art as being very genuine. Otherwise, why would it be like that? Yeah, otherwise I wouldn't talk <laughs> you. with you. People are always saying things podcast. like that, and yet I, none of them will explain quite what they mean. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I think we need to get on to talking about what I'm hoping is the most racist third of this book. <laughs> okay. <Well. laughs> Is it the most racist? It didn't seem that bad. That's just like the one page that I was like. There was like one. It's all colon. It's all colon stuff. Oh yeah, colon does a lot, but yeah. Yeah. Colon is like colon is racist. I'm not sure the book is. No, I mean it's yeah. It's just so much more of the language in this Mm. third. Okay. Another Discworld novel, which once again features one of the more familiar characters of the Discworld, Samuel Vimes. Mm-hmm. Sam Vimes. Uh, he most decidedly doesn't save the world. What he does do is give the world time to save itself, which is very much more of a, a Discworld way of doing things. Sam Vimes is not gifted with a huge intellect. It's absolutely right for Sam Vimes. 
trolls and dwarves and vampires. This world way of doing things. Vimes find themselves in the same circumstances. Can I really trust you? I've trusted you up till now. This world way of doing things. Welcome back to Who Watches the Watch, a Terry Pratchett podcast where we read Discworld books in order, books written by Terry Pratchett. And it's hosted by four garden gnomes who've escaped their bonds and are free to live as they will. I'm your host, Chaz. And you know what? I would simply not go in the submarine if someone told me to. Uh, I'm your host, Robin, and I am um, recording this podcast from my floor map. I like your floor map. Thank you. That's my she quote hit from the, the show. floor map. Uh, next thing you know... Okay. No. Roger on the floor map. <laughs> okay. DJ. Uh, I'm your host, Janosh, and um, uh, g- give a... give a man a... F- Give a man a podcast for a day and he will chuckle, teach him, give him a microphone and he's gonna, he's gonna be warm all day. I don't know. That's <laughs> so, so true. Thank you. Give a podcast, give a man a podcast, he will chuckle for a day, give a man a microphone and he will become the Joker. There you go. Look <laughs> at that for free. Thank you. Um, I'm your host, George. And if the CIA would like to give me money um, as part of my podcasting career to destabilize and discredit the left, uh, I'd say yes, please. Because <laughs> we're doing it already. Mm. <laughs> we are destabilizing the left from this podcast. And we, 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 being we are getting. Yeah. We were getting a lot of heat. Uh, I mean, me and Chaz especially were getting a lot of heat when, like, that list of who earned the most money on Twitch got published and they all went to, like, 9 million went to the Funko Pop streams. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, why is it done. right that you have a Patreon yet you earn 9 million pounds from yeah. Twitch doing Funko Pop comparison videos? Why do you I keep talking that. about either being unemployed or working a minimum wage job that you hate when you made all those nine millions from your Twitch stream. <laughs> it poses. It's really simple. Important. I don't even work. I live in a palace. <laughs> that's what, what being a podcaster is like. You heard of Princess Charlotte? That's me. I'm only six years old. <laughs> I can see I can see all the podcasting happening behind you. Yeah, that's my um my podcasting animal companion that podcasts for me while I work. Ah, <laughs> that's your no free time. Yeah, exactly. My no, no my energy yeah. that I have. Well, you did a very good job at like uh, making making the palace that you live in uh, look like through through meticulous interior design. <laughs> I know this cost you like at least eight out of your nine million dollars uh, <laughs> of Twitch money, but through meticulous no, interior design to. Make your background look like you were living in a house in Bristol. Um, <laughs> Damn, it's docked. it's a, it's a sort of it's it's like how you know how other rich people, not me, but other ones, yeah. will do stuff that's like poor aesthetics or like yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. That yeah. this is just like what if I lived in like a weird new build 
in a, in the middle of um, a dual carriageway. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what it's designed to look like <laughs> good transport links did it say that on the application yeah. <laughs> really the, the only i mean it I is if you've got a is, car yeah the only note i have is that it, it looks too much like it almost and that it becomes unbelievable like it's you yeah know, it's, it's just, like it's just unbelievable it's like hyper real yeah. yeah thank you my my team of decorators really worked very hard to make it look like this. Doing this like pile of clothes and paper that's like on the end of my bed really took them. It's like a Tracy Emmons tribute. Um, that's called podcasting, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you look at podcasting in the Merriam-Webster, it's uh, that is weird because usually they have like definitions written out in words. Uh, but if you look at if you go go, go to the, your the, the go to your bookshelf right now, get down the Merriam-Webster dictionary newest edition, open it up for My American at the P. Um, and under podcasting, you will just find an image of Chaz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the, the thing is that like um, uh, only Americans that go in the Merriam-Webster dictionary. As British people, we would only ever go in the Oxford English dictionary because that's yeah. our right. Well, they don't put the they don't put podcasting in the Oxford English Dictionary. That's um, right, because of Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, supply podcast supply chains really broke when Brexit went down, and now they can't like bring in all the podcast from um, other yeah. countries, so we're really running low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the all the tankers full of like crisp crumbs got stuck at the border, mm. and I can't be putting them on my shirt to make myself better at podcasting now. <laughs> I make my own crisp crumbs because I'm an artist. Look at you with your fancy DIY crisp crumbs. <laughs> well, it's always better to have homemade. Anyway, today we're talking about jingo. Cottage core aesthetics creeping everywhere. I hate it. <laughs> this is post cottage core. Yeah. <laughs> New build core. <laughs> I, uh, I microwave my own ready meal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. HMO core. I create my own empty plastic ready meal boxes that I leave like around my room. A piece of kitchen roll that I use for some reason. That's that's authentic. I didn't just buy that. Um, the moths that eat the dead hair under my bed. Homegrown, homemade, <laughs> genetically yeah. by me. Nature. I like to live in nature. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's how you got so strong by like cutting down those trees personally to grind them into paper. Yeah. Mm. Can buy it as yeah. an NFT. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's talk about Jingo. 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 There may Jingo. be some bad bits in this bit, but there's also some very enjoyable bits. I'm really loving oh, the yeah. submarine journey. I find it very funny. It's very I think so good. This is one of those those chapters where I'm there like well not chap bit where I'm just like well that maybe Vedanari is my favorite character. He's so yeah. good. When- <laughs> When Colon tells him that uh, he knows something about seaweed yeah. when they're underwater, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, well, when it's wet, it means it's going to rain." But then Eric's like, "I do believe I will honestly never forget that you told me that." <laughs> it's just—it's—he's such a good juxtaposition to Colon and Nobby because. Yeah. Because Colon's too obtuse to understand anything, and Nobby is kind of often very accidentally always right, um, yeah. and he's just such a a great 
pairing with them weirdly yeah. i love well, it colon is like legitimately dumb as shit yes yes um <laughs> and nobby is isn't bright but he's not stupid either mm. i mean nobby has like sort of a sort of like common sense yeah yeah he has critical thinking and some critical yeah. thinking faculties but he doesn't really know anything yeah there's this repeated bits which is nobby owns colon while colon tries to explain something <laughs> yeah it's the knobcratic dialogue it's just a, a recurring bit it is a knobcratic dialogue that's really good uh, but yet the idea of pairing up Nobby and Colon, who are like within the scope of the story, quite small fry characters. Yeah. Um, with Veterinary, who's like this almost untouchable high up guy who like can do anything and is super intelligent and you know head of the city. It's just a very funny concept. Also putting <laughs> yeah, them also in, like, in a submarine. Very yeah. good. So <laughs> far, Veterinary has always been. So far, Veterinary has always been like this. This. This almost like mysterious character or this like you know this this character who pulls the strings but will usually like not show up in too many scenes like he did get an get an extended but like even in the last book right like his plot was always like very much tied to like and how he was investigating he's kind of too busy dying in the last one to yeah oh in exactly feet of clay Mm. yeah 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 i mean yeah in the last watch book that's that's how i meant yeah yeah but yeah, in this one, it's just it's just so interesting to see him like in in a context outside of talking to Vimes. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. I I love the submarine stuff. I love that like every time it sinks down, they have an argument about who forgot to put the cork in. <laughs> <laughs> just really, just, it's just very very funny. Like everything that they do is just incredibly funny. Like when they play Scrabble, and Colon is really freaked out that he might win. <laughs> and then Ben, ben Mary then beats him. He's like very, very relieved. Yeah. <laughs> um, this and Planet of so good. Like, measuring their butts while they're asleep to make the the seats more comfortable for them rowing. Then- <laughs> oh, yeah, Nobby has a gay panic. About yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> was it the joke when uh, he someone asked Nob if Colon if he's a nautical man? He goes, "No, sir. Happily married for thirty years." <laughs> Classic British jokes. Made, uh, made me laugh. In the Navy. In the Navy. <laughs> there's all these bits with Nobby and Colon. Like, there's a bit where Nobby goes to see fan favourite character, Mrs. Cake, mm. um, to try and get his, like, palm read. And she gets really confused because she sees him, like, surrounded by hot ladies who are, like, giving him drinks and stuff. Mm. Um, and new bile. New bile. Yeah. And, and she's like, she- this comp. This doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> yeah, and then she like reads the full future and just starts laughing for a long time. But we don't know what that is yet. But we will see. I'm sure Where it will be Nubilia? comical. Which way is Where that? Where is she? She's probably out. Where is Nubilia? <laughs> Nubilia? I've never heard of her. Nubilia? I never don't know her. her. I don't claim her. Um, New bile? Nah, man. I've had this bile for ages. Great. Like, they're looking for um, uh, hi- they're looking at hieroglyphs and. <laughs> And Colin's like, hieroglyphs are what? They're like a thing you find in the ocean. Um, and um, Nobby's like, ah, oh, and they're quite high up. And I suppose further down you get lower glyphs. And Colin's like, no, you don't get lower glyphs in these waters. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the timing on it. Cause it's like, yeah. how, how could you think that these would be lower glyphs? Yeah. We don't have them anywhere near here. It's just yeah. so like, oh. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. It's such a good bit. Like the other bit where like... <laughs> Colin is like, land can't float <laughs> because it's heavier than the water. That's why you find it at the bottom of the sea. 
<laughs> oh, he's trying Nobody so hard. Like... <laughs> Nobody is like my grandma was always showing the uh that the, always had a pumice stone that was floating in the bathtub and then Colin is like this just happens in bathtubs but not in real life. <laughs> different different in the It's open not world. real, it's like a phenomenon. Yeah. And when it's I was really talking to Leonard about them and he's like, Yeah, they're very useful because they don't ask questions and will sort of do what you say and, and they're just sort of convenient to have around. Colin's like, damn sure glad I'm not like those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Colin has very special qualities. He's yeah. got special qualities that he's been chosen he's, for. He's dumber than detritus in the desert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should we should we talk about the plot? Sure. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. the way, the cameras like I don't see any of you right now. I don't. Oh, know. I can. I can hear you perfectly. I can see you. and yeah. I can see everyone else. Yeah, yeah everything okay. looks fine. So, I'm gonna refresh. Sounds like a you problem. problem. Oh, and he's back. Okay, I and see you now. And they're back in the room. Well, the oh, thing hello. is, in Hungary, I bet they like they don't have drying machines. They don't have webcams either. Mm. Unlike in America, much better. No fascists too. America's a great place with no problem. Yeah, I um, love America. We all love America here. This is welcome back to Pod Love America. Pod Love America. America. <laughs> yeah, we have all worked for Barack Obama. Um, yeah, and that's why. We are the right people to. That's why my name's John. Talk about politics. Yeah, That's unlike why I'm other John. podcasts, which are very annoying and have lots of money on Patreon, we're a good podcast because <laughs> we did. It's very we annoying were and no money real life Patreon. war crimes. Okay. <laughs> no, we weren't. We were just writing this. We were just doing the propaganda for them. That's fine then. That's fine. I think. <laughs> That's what um, they say. If you do the propaganda for you're war not crimes, you're not complicit. You're not complicit. When Obama said. Yes, we can. I came up with that. That's really nobody good. Nobody has nobody has thought of saying yes, we can before that. I came up with no, no we can't, and they said it's a good effort, but not what we're going <laughs> to go with is the final thing. And then they the, were like, yeah, not quite the vibe. I'm not bitter about it. It's fine. They're like your energy's a bit negative. Sí, yeah. podemos. <laughs> can we go to war? <laughs> no, we can't. Can we all die from hunger? Popular, no, we can't. And they were like, let's flip it. Let's mm. flip it around. But yeah. essentially stole my idea. So yeah, yeah. Um, they were like, "Can we kill civilians with drones?" Um. Yes. Yes, you can. Yeah. No, we can't. Turns out we can. <laughs> uh, turns out when the can USA, you, you can do anything. <laughs> can you continue horrific violence against migrants? Yes, you can. Mm, yeah, that's the you're quoting from the UK's one now as well, I believe. Yeah, I was more thinking. Uh, well, oh, obviously, yeah, I was UK's more thinking of um, something <laughs> about. I heard about Joe Biden once. Once ah, said when he was a congressman that because you know there's a big um, influx of Haitian people fleeing Haiti at the moment. Because yes, political instability and a, a, a earthquake. Yes, and Joe Biden apparently once said uh, that like. It would make no difference to America if if Haiti just like slipped below the waves of the Caribbean. Christ. Yeah. Like just kind of a fucking psycho thing to say. A kind of an extremely psycho thing to say. How do you end up saying that and not kind of thinking, hang on a second? Um, that seems incredibly cruel and villainous. Um Listen and here, Jack. He's Joe Bowden. You guys might be you guys might be It's me, friendly Uncle Joe. Opa Biden style. 
You might be wanting to point out that I frequently call for the sinking of Britain, but I would argue that that is a different thing altogether. <laughs> I would also argue that. Yeah, it's our country. We can do what we yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. If we want to. That's our <laughs> choice. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense that it doesn't sink because land is water. <laughs> exactly. It's true. Why does the UK not sink below the waves? Don't answer that. I know it will within the next 30 years. Um, <laughs> as a member of the Reform Party, previously known as the Brexit Party, I do want to get a big... Develop a giant saw that will saw all the way under England and Wales, but not Scotland. I'm joining. <laughs> and then drag us off uh, into the Atlantic Ocean. I'm joining Change UK. Um, and the way I want to change UK is I want it to be wetter and more below the ocean. Yes. Um, mm. I can't wait to join Tigcuck with you. <laughs> I'm just waiting I'm... for like waiting for all of you to just like come come crawling back to 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 us the the mighty european union when we're like 55 say how much you love maybe. us yeah, yeah how much you want us to... back i don't wait rejoin to but with none of the perks we had before no yeah. i can't wait to join the eu famously unproblematic yeah. uh, group also very yeah. good to migrants and refugees hang on a second i'm getting mm. an urgent call from greece uh-huh. um <laughs> <laughs> i they said Help! Uh, we haven't got any firefighting helicopters. God knows why we don't. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't okay. worry about it. Anyway, anyway, I was watching. I, I just want to make one last joke about like I still firmly believe in the independent republic of um, Bristol and Bristol and Wales. Bristol and Wales, <laughs> um, and, yeah. and I plan to establish this with a large saw. Yeah. Yeah, can, I was we watching, uh, can we just re-educate the rest of the West Country and then take it with us? <laughs> <laughs> because it's really nice. Yeah, maybe. We'll it's see. a very nice part of the world. We'll see. <laughs> I was watching Lord of the Rings yesterday uh, with my just roommates. Like and when, when we were done, we were just like uh, in, the, in the credits, I just, uh, just like casually had to bring up that... Uh, just casually had to kill the moon by bringing up that uh, Gim- Gimli's actor is actually racist and also Welsh. Um, People love it. When I wonder if there's that. a coincidence. <laughs> okay. Is he racist? I forgot. <laughs> What's he said now? He's he's apparently not even like a recent racist, but like since the mid two thousands, he's been talking about how uh, how bad Muslims are, and he keeps saying oh, nice. it like to the present day. <laughs> like, oh. For like. He's like 15 years of talking about this. Uh, several neo-Nazi organizations have endorsed him since then. So. Lovely. That's also the guy who became... Who used, he used to be a radical leftist, and then he saw Margaret Thatcher uh, deal oh, with guy. hecklers, no, and then him. he became a Tory. Yeah, uh, I kind of been that I much of that a, a radical Those leftist. Those say stuff like that are always lying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same with the people who are like, oh, I used to be on the left, but then I saw they were all really mean, yeah. so I became right-wing. It's like... What do you mean right if you were wing? liberal? And then yeah. you became what is effectively just a slightly more right-wing liberal. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think Listen. you were a radical leftist if you if you got uh, if you got on Thatcher's side so easily. <laughs> yeah. You might yeah. not have believed in those ideas. Maybe you just you had, like, like... Maybe you just, like, hung around with leftists and decided that made you a leftist. I don't know. Yeah. Liberalism so weird. People have fought wars in the name of liberalism. They were like radical, radical like liberals. armed liberals. Uh, yeah, back in like the early 19th century. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like a zombie ideology now. It kind of 
almost doesn't really mean anything. Well, it's because no, it, it just fights it's like more of a set of mores. Yeah, it? I mean, it, yeah. it deliberately fights against any change, um, and because of that, ends up shifting to the right most of the time. But like something that just doesn't change and advocates for no change is like, okay, well, it's what's, just what's the point? What nice. are we doing? <laughs> Don't you like being nice? It's about being I civil. I a set of mores and there were loads of eels. That would be nice. Oh, uh, that's be great. Samori. Just big, just big eels. <laughs> when an eel bites your bum. When <laughs> you've had too yeah. much fun, that's Samori. Anyway, when you swim the in left. the lake, something feels like a snake <laughs> that's Samori. Even though they're saltwater the fish. That's very unlikely. Yeah, that's I just said they're saltwater fish. I got there first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Janos, you were going to make a joke oh, about clowns gonna, to the left, I was just going to say what I'm always saying is that clowns to the left, jokers to the right. Here I am looking for a simple <laughs> and witty centrist party. Oh, Always good. <laughs> Richard Osman has a new book out, which is now I have another one to avoid. I'm sure it's fine. What's it called? I, it's like another murder club one. Uh, okay. I, I just simply will not read it. <laughs> That's very fair. Anyway, he's annoying. What if, what if, what if Richard Osman actually like copied details from someone's life that he vaguely knew, and then it got published in the New York Times? Listen, I'm beginning to think that you guys don't want to talk about Jingo. <laughs> we do want to talk about Jingo. I would like to talk we about Jingo. Actually, yeah. Well, you have to let me I say, just... let's talk about Jingo. <laughs> I'm putting my pencil down. Right. Let's talk about let's Jingo. Talk about Jingo. Okay. So here's what happens in the first bit of this part of the jingo, which we're talking about now. Robin, I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm just, there's a song on the tip of my tongue, but I'll, I'll keep uh, it in. Yeah, so basically, v- Vimes has rescued some people from a burning building, which is the Clatchian Embassy. This is called an international incident because he was technically breaking and entering and abducted a woman from her bed. Granted, it was on fire at the time, but very impolite. <laughs> uh, he is called to the Oval Office and is fa- it, it turns out that a veterinary has been removed from power by the aristocracy who are saying we're now at war with Clatch so now Lord Rust is in charge which is great news is it not the Oblong Office? yeah, what did I say? Oval, Oval. <laughs> Oblong yeah, Office, the, sorry you said, said the, the real Oval one office, and I, I was going to correct you because it's the Oval Office woof the woof random. Ang- uh. Angua, Angua is a hecking good doggo. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Angua the hecking good doggo. Uwu has been kidnapped by the mean man who put a silver collar on her. Oh no. Okay, I had to tweet that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just be, did it just be Angua is a hecking good? Yeah. Angua is such a hecking good doggo. Sure. Thank you, next you want to die. <laughs> uh, I love a dictator in times of crisis it's very cool love what Lord Rust yeah. is doing reminds me of Star Wars <laughs> I'm looking at it I'm just like just like Emperor Palpatine wow yeah. this is giving guy- me a lot of boss baby vibes <laughs> yeah. guy who's only seen Attack of the Clones wow this is <laughs> a lot of Attack of the Clones vibes right now <laughs> Vime sits in the desert and it's like I hate sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere. <laughs> he really Not does. Not like you. Who's he saying that to? Veterinary. Uh, 
detritus 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 is saying it because he really does hate me does it yeah Yeah, i was gonna say you can't say that to detritus because he is coarse and rough (laughs) yeah he is like i said detritus oh oh. a sand corn and a a troll are just like funny the same thing (laughs) no that's satire when it's uh, (laughs) when it's a joke that's not funny that's it's when true. you say things wrong on purpose. Yeah. Um, That's a joke. Which is what I do all the time. It's a very funny joke. Mm. It's, it's the best joke. Yeah, it's not a sort of weird mental tick I have. Mm. <laughs> you have a mental tick, you should get that removed. They can give you Lyme disease. <laughs> yeah, I, I got mental nice Lyme disease, baby. <laughs> Actually, Chess was the one who was doing the lobotomies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's get going. What happens? <laughs> yeah. What happens in Jingo? So yeah, so Lord Rust is in charge, which is a very great scene where Lord Rust gets Vimes and he's like, I know a veterinary let you do whatever you want and indulge you for some reason. Yeah. You liked to be clever in front of him and he was indulging you. I love that. I love the like bits of Vimes and Veterinary's relationship that pop up in this. I'm fully VV pilled. I'm yeah, it's real. And (laughs) and Vimes hates it because he's like I, I didn't know you guys noticed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm, you can't see me, no. Um, I love it. I, they're so much fun. I love um, Lord Rust's character. I mean, he's, like, detestable, but it's such a good <laughs> description of um, that particular kind of, like, English landed gentry where it's like he pronounces house the same as mice. Mice. Heist. Heist. I live in a big house. Which is just like... Eyes through my eyes. Perfect. I can imagine everything about him. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Coming to my layup. (laughs) It's just very good. It's really good. And I I really enjoy the sort of details about him, like not really being able to absorb anything that he doesn't like. Like, If something happens that is against what he thinks is supposed to happen, he sort of (laughs) mentally blanks it out. Um... Yeah, like he um, because Vimes Vimes resigns and um, Carrot also resigns and Colon resigns, and um, he's looking around for people to like give the command to, and he sees that Detritus is a troll, and his brain like deletes him from existence. Yeah. <laughs> Very important to remember that uh, Colon tells him to put it where the sun don't shine. Yeah. 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 Put his badge with the sun don't shine, which Colon is very horrified by and tells a lot of people, which is also very funny. <laughs> I do love tells everyone. I do like that as a character moment for him where he sort of says this thing and he's like kind of extremely proud that he said it, but he's also fucking terrified. Mm-hmm. And he's like kind of saying it to everybody, like, Was this okay? Do you think I'm gonna get killed for saying this? But also wasn't it cool? But do you think I'm in trouble? Yeah. yeah. I it's yeah. Yeah, he needs he needs someone to tell him that it was fucking cool that he did that. <laughs> so he can so he cannot feel so bad about it. Yeah, he needs somebody to tell him he's epic. Yeah. Yeah. Um which yeah. Humor Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, he needs someone to, to give him a chalky milk because he's yeah. epic. <laughs> he's like, I just want someone to tell me I've done well and that it's fine. <laughs> Which I guess Veterinary does by telling him he's a special boy and gets to come on his submarine adventure to Clatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they resign. So the watch is out. It's over. You know, we'll who knows what's going to happen next? Uh, but Veterinary left him a note and then Vimes goes home. 
and he's you know he's hanging out with Sybil and he has a good night's sleep and then he reads the note which says Sir Samuel Vimes night <laughs> night come on night um and um He's like, oh shit! Wait, what did what did one of them say? They said that like any <laughs> any aristocracy can like form their own little army. I'm aristocracy. I can form my own <laughs> army. He's so slow. I love him. Um. <laughs> I like that veterinary wrote him this little note. It's very cute. Yeah, uh, just like yeah, I mean, so- he wrote him a note that isn't a note, right? Like it only yeah. has his name on it, and then he opens it in the blank blank piece of paper because it's like he has to like think. Vimes has to like do puzzle thinking where he's like, oh, there's no note in it, so I have to. Re- there's a the clue in yeah. what the envelope says. He holds it. He holds it over the candle to try and see if like invisible yeah. words yeah. come up, but he just like sets it. Just, yeah. <laughs> I I do like to think of their relationship as being that um, Tumblr post that's like, forget sapiosexual. I'm more a se- I'm moron sexual. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> One guy asked have you, me. Have you ever seen the the Green Knight? I haven't yet. No. Um, it's about being a sexy moron. Ah, okay. I just I love just the idea of Vetinari being like one time Vimes asked if he was gentry and I wanted to kiss him on the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about it. Turning it over. Yeah, I'm turning turning the two of them over in my big brain. Spinning them. Mm. Like a little Catherine will. Yeah. Yeah, so he he's like, oh shit, I can form my own army. So he starts forming his own army composed entirely out of other members of his watch <laughs> uh, and his friends. And Rust is like, you can't do this. And he's like, there's literally no way you can tell me not to do this. Uh, and he's like, well, because Vatnari made you a knight. And that's like, not, you know. <laughs> He's not like a real person who, and he's like, well, I think he made Lord Downey like a lord, so. and he's your best friend, so <laughs> you love him. So yeah. I guess if you he's invalidate me, you invalidate like all your friends. I guess it's so funny he does the like Airbud rules. Yeah, <laughs> just like well, there's nothing in here that says I can't. He's <laughs> like, well, it says you can only do it if the king. I'm only under the order of the king, and I can't see a king anywhere around here. So I guess I can kind of do what I want if you think. About it. <laughs> Mm. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so just a whole bit about like Sybil as well. I used to date Lord Rust, but she calls him like is he like Ronnie? Ronnie, Ronnie Rust. Yeah. yeah. Ronnie Rust. Yeah. She's and very she funny there, cold fish. And she's like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like Col- colon colon did Colin tell you that he told him to shove his badge up his ass? And she was like, Yeah, but knowing Ronnie, she'd have to um you'd have to use a hammer to get <laughs> Sybil is so great in this like one scene that she's in. She is. She's fun. She has some time swanning around her manor being like, damn, isn't it fucked up that they always used to go to war all the time and they never mm. saw their husbands? Unlike me, who sees their husband occasionally sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, I see him like once in a blue moon, aren't I lucky? Yeah. Yeah. We attempt to eat dinner together sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We start <laughs> it sometimes. Mm. Mm. Huh? Meanwhile, well, see, this know, might we... be a good character thing for Sybil, but um, I think what would make it better is if um, <laughs> she was the Joker. I think if she was just like um, real vigilante cop, I think that would be better. She was just a, like an assassin. Yeah. I think that would be like really good. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- they say you can't be a girl boss and a fighter at the same time. <laughs> but we proved them wrong. Said we proved them wrong. NFT. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a that's a cursed idea. <laughs> Discworld NFTs. Turning the watch TV oh series God. into an NFT. Would, uh. if, if like Rihanna, if, if like <laughs> Rihanna would like endorse Discworld NFTs, that would like tear the fandoms apart so hard. It would be kind of beautiful. I it don't would, think she would. I, I, no, I don't think she. As would. funny as it would be, I don't. I just think don't she would think she do cares. That. Like, no. I think the difference between people who do NFTs and people like celebrities who do nfts and celebrities who don't is that is not like environmental concerns or like being informed about this or like any moral it's just that they're just completely uninterested in it because they do already have enough money <laughs> like yeah <laughs> i don't th- that's why the little nas x's thing is so weird because he's already like he's already of, st- he's incredible he's stupid rich like he's incredibly yeah. successful yeah. I think- there's almost, I think, like, with certain kinds of celebrities, I think either their record labels or their publicists or someone tries to get them to do it to, to yeah. sort of appeal to that online community, mm. it feels yeah, like. Yeah, someone will say, you've got to do this. Yeah. Um, someone might even say, you've got to do this and I'll give you money. Yeah. But I it's think like a it's... a branding thing almost. I think it's interesting because it's like, especially with Lil Nas X, because his entire brand is, like, being incredibly, like zoomer yeah and relatable on tiktok and twitter yeah and that's why he didn't tweet about it because people don't fucking like this shit yeah which is true yeah even though all his replies are now about this so like it feels like he's omitting it on purpose for sure oh he will be yeah because he knows that shit but he's probably contractually fucking obligated to do it at this point TikTok NFTs? Like, I don't know how that works, but it's, like, I guess, like, encrypted links to his TikToks or whatever. It's pretty... It's pretty... Cur- like, he, it, it does seem to... Like, I mean, probably his publisher came up with this, right? Like, or is... Like, as you said, it's... It's the label who came up with it. It, it is just weird, because he's so online. Whatever. Sybil, great character. <laughs> yeah. yeah we love I think the thing is, the, the, all the fucking NFT shit, it's very aspirational. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, it's like people a... think they. Some, I mean, imagine some some people haven't gotten very rich off of it. Yeah, in the Often s- through scamming people. But... Some people get very very <laughs> rich off won't. pyramid schemes. Like no. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, and, and it's it's also just like the. Some people the promise the of one day this will pay back, but for now I just own this thing that I believe will be <laughs> worth money. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've got these extremely valuable shares in the South Sea Company. There's lots of stuff going on in the South Seas. <laughs> I'm not sure what, but it's worth lots of money. <laughs> it is Listen, weird that they keep. Fine, don't worry about it. That they keep talking about it as <laughs> a community or as like as this this community aspect is so bizarre to me because like it's this is what a stupid uh, thing to bond over you know? well it's no, it, it's, 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 it's classic for, for our society yeah people it's are starved our, for a community um, uh yeah we define identity by consumerism yeah so consumption is is identity there's yeah. like hardly uh, another way to community. do it now like that's basically all of ned culture is just identity through yeah. consumption more or less yeah yeah i i i uh like iron man 
Uh, I've got all the Funko Pops. <laughs> they fuck my wife. And <laughs> that, this is my life. And I hate anyone who might go on strike in Hollywood because it might delay my beloved cgi stomp fest my yeah, beloved really intellectual property the, yeah i'm really upset about the spider-man intellectual property because the worst thing in the world to me is not immediately getting another marvel movie yeah. other mm-hmm. than like a some small person and if and especially money for it not getting another spider-man movie we haven't had mm, enough. Yeah. We haven't had Spider-Man. enough Spider-Man movies. There was so people just not watch other movies. I mean, I know we complain yeah. about Marvel shit all the time, but honestly, do people just not watch other movies? There are other movies out there. You can watch so many. People other should movies. watch. People should watch The Green Knight. It's got cum. Yeah. I, heard oh. I, did, <laughs> I did hear about the cum. I like. I did hear about it that. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, no, it's the, the Spider-Man thing is just like. It could be funny in the, in the way that there were some people who were like, this is the end of Spider-Man. It doesn't only mean Spider-Man is not going to be in the MCU. There's going to be oh, yeah. no movies, no video games, no comics, because the Steve Ditko estate wants the rights back. Like, as if it wasn't just about how they want the right, they, they, take back, they want the rights back so they can sell it again. Yeah, like, and yeah, they just want money still, for it. Yeah. They just want to not be about- exploited by Disney completely. <laughs> How else will our children learn that with great power comes great responsibility? <laughs> people, they need to learn this. People are really such Disney cucks, and I find it so annoying. Seeing screenshots from that like Marvel animated show that they put out on Disney+, Plus, where it's like the characters just saying shit like, sometimes the only way you can win for good is to fight on the wrong side and change it from within. And it's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'm sorry? What? Mm. Like, so much of that, like, what if show is just they're like, um, what if everything that um, mega corporations do is, like, really cool? Um, what if I didn't watch it? Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> what if, what if Thor was evil and Loki was good? What oh, if, wow. <laughs> what if Black Panther was the evil guy and the other guy was the good guy like what that. if we're really phoning it in <laughs> what if tony had never become iron man and had instead the whole world would be different what if yeah. tony had never been an Which arms like, it's dealer all, it's like not a bad like you know th- this is also a thing in the comics so it's it's like what if antitrust law had been enforced <laughs> specifically the 20th, 20th i mean that's the thing right like it's <laughs> what if See, they're never going to show that because they're too afraid of what it would show, so they yeah. can't. They can't do it. <laughs> well, the, the concept is not bad. It's just like a dog shit execution, and also it doesn't really work with the way the MCU works, which is just military propaganda. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Yeah, um, like I can see it working in the comics, you know, or in and like, like late stage Marvel movies are just place setting for the next Marvel movie. Like they're just almost. Yeah a constant advert for the next thing in a really weird way, like even more than they were at the beginning. It's very yeah, peculiar. They're more um, ongoing experiences <laughs> than they are individual works of art, even if, mm. well, let's not debate whether they're What about art, Venom? But, um, Venom no, was Venom good. Looks like it's going to be fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, Venom, Venom was great. Um, I stand by Look, that. If you give me Tom Hardy eating lobsters, it's fine. Yeah. Tom Hardy looking ill as fuck, sweating, just, just sitting in a lobster, lobster tank. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm like, wow, I can fix him, but I don't want to. If you show me Tom Hardy <laughs> just deep throating uh, a venom tentacle, then I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. <laughs> just looking up. Doesn't matter <laughs> because it's like kind of a spoiler for the new movie. But there's oh no, what if I was spoiled? No, but they seem to try. They seem to somehow tie it like actually together with the new Spider-Man movies now somehow. Boom. No. So I don't know. Anyway, Jingo. Jingo. Yeah, I think this is the part where speaking this is the part of where the disorganizer bit starts. Yeah, the disorganizer, which is what I remembered and I can't remember. So the disorganizer is like an organizer personal assistant demon imp that's in a box that keeps Vimes's um it, it keeps his like you know his schedule and it tells you know the time. what this is I'm gonna extremely prescient um considering the rise of Siri and Alexa yeah, right? and yeah. Cortana whoever whatever fucking other ones there are yeah I, I it's I it's it's just personal organizers. They already existed when he was writing this. But like the, you know, the speaking. He just yeah. wants to do fun stuff. I'm just saying. No, it is a I very think you're fun right. Like bit. it does have. It's it is very fun. It does feel like he'd be satirizing, uh, satirizing something like Siri. Like I, I don't yeah. think that all the personal organizers were like listening in on what you were talking about and like, you know, react to that. Yeah. Whereas they are now. So. <laughs> yeah. It does. What it if, works yeah. as a, a good soldier things. <laughs> what if the disorganizer if... pulled out a bunch of shit and was like, "Do you want to buy this?" <laughs> you should because I've disorganizer, been listening to what you play said. Despacito. I've been listening to you while you've been talking about it. It seems you really love armor. Would you love this armor set that I've got for you in here? It's twenty um, percent off if you buy it now. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe people have those things. What yeah. like? What like mobile like phones? Alexa. Oh yeah, no, like Alexa. <laughs> yeah, I know. My my mum has one, which is as close as I'm willing to get to one ever. Is just like going around to my parents' house and asking like, what the weather is tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my mum has Alexa, know. and it is fun to talk to her. <laughs> it is fun to be yeah. Like, Alexa, play whatever. Yeah, I was at the friend's place where you could just say. It, Alexa lights off and she would turn off the lights uh, and it's, you know, it is it's fun to do that it's just also horrific yeah yeah it is anyway, just yeah. linking linking Alexa to a small explosive device <laughs> um, strapped around Jeff Bezos's neck you'll probably have to take that out <laughs> no you didn't say activate and if you did, it yeah. wouldn't work. You'd have to say have to Alexa say, activate, just yeah, like you, Simon yeah, you says. Just, you can't just say um, <laughs> Alexa detonate. You have you can't just say detonate. You have to say Alexa detonate. Yeah. Alexa, show me bomb making instructions. Charlie Booker, if you're listening uh, <laughs> and want some new ideas, uh, here's my pitch: Alexa, but you can say people say Alexa kill me, and she actually does it. Wouldn't that be fucked up? Oh, an Alexa euthanizer. <laughs> It's, like, it's called euthanizer, but it's spelled with a euthanizer. Yeah. <laughs> all of the, all of those Swiss, um, those Swiss euthanasia clinics like Dignitas, getting put out of our job by technology. They've automated euthanasia. What if a, nowadays you just walk into a room and go, Alexa, shoot me? What if, and a, die. What if a Swiss guy was British? <laughs> they closed down euthanasia mine. <laughs> <laughs> all the euthanasia's dried they up. They automated all the euthanization. <laughs> Fucking Thatcher. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the euthanasia factory. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, my mum used to have her own euthanasia. Now everyone's got one on their phone. <laughs> used to have to walk up to your neighbour's house to get euthanized uphill both ways. The individualization of euthanasia. <laughs> My mum used to say, euthanasia, euthanasia, you'll, you'll be lucky if you're alive for euthanasia. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. Bloody privatisation. Advertising um, euthanasia. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I always do a fucking northern accent of various different ones. It's good. good. It's good. I have nothing against the north. No, I love the north. You look like you're having a nice time up there. Some of my best friends are northern. Name one. I don't have any friends. Anyway. Lily? She's no northern. She lives there. My cousins, they're northern. Northern. Disgusting. You've got northern cousins. Anyway, um... Yeah, so this disorganizer's got this funny bit where Vimes accidentally picks up the wrong one um, when he decides to sail to Clatch. Yeah, because there's a there's a timeline shift happening. There's some hard spot shit happening here. (laughs) There's a timeline break where he accidentally picks up his alternate timelines disorganizer, and that timelines uh, Vimes picks up his disorganizer, so they get each other's. um... Is this the first trousers of time bit? Yes. Uh, yeah. I think I think so. I believe so, and I'm the only reason I'm doubting it is because people on the Facebook what? page talked about it. Mm. Yeah, actually, maybe it where might have been the bit where she's dead and then she's not dead. Do they talk maybe. about the chances of time then? That's like it might have been mentioned in pass. I mean, this yeah. is mentioned in passing as well. I don't know. I th- I thought so, but yeah, my, my brain is like a sieve. So <laughs> he loved he loves the chances of time. Yeah, there'll be more of this later. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, so the, um, this is just like an extra bit that he's time. added in for dramatic effect um, <laughs> that will come into very dramatic effect later. But uh, <laughs> mostly it's just like scenery. But yeah, so Angua gets on a boat where 71 hour Ahmed is on it because all the Clatchians are leaving because they know that there's going to be a war and they want to get out before something bad happens to them. Which is understandable. Um, turns- so- Sorry, you... 71 hour Ahmed is 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 sailing away. Uh the prince who got shot is missing. Um and the, the sort of other prince is the one who's like decided that they're he agrees with Russ that it's time to go to war because both of them have decided that they want Lash except not really, but they want to go to war, so now they're doing it. It'd just be cool. Um so Angua is like, oh I could get on the boat and have a have a listen in because I you know I look kind of like their dogs, so it would be really it'd be a really great idea and unsuspicious and no one would suspect anything. Um What a great so she, idea. So she does that. <laughs> so yeah. she does that and uh he's I hope immediately there's no like, incredibly evil guy on there who knows all about werewolves and has all the like many things that you can use against werewolves. <laughs> not evil he's this just, mf thinks he's evil he's just like he's just like ah oh, i know who you are i'm just gonna like I, please don't go eating people i'm just gonna put this silver collar on you for a while and she's like oh shit he knows who i am he knows that we have a werewolf somehow because everyone kind of knows about it yeah um mm. she fails her stealth roll she really does yeah. i mean i feel like the only person who 
and and now this person does know. I feel like the only person who didn't know about Angle being a werewolf was Cherry. Cherry. Yeah, and then that was a whole plot point that's now <laughs> been resolved. So I just feel like it's just like an open secret. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask, yeah, don't like, howl. Maybe maybe basic people don't know, <laughs> but like people who know anything know about it, right? I am yeah. wondering about um about whether Terry knows that wolves are not dogs. I don't think Angle, I don't think any of the werewolves in these books are wolves. I think I they, don't think she looks like a wolf wolf. She looks no, like a hot she's, dog. Like, she's, she's supposed to look like a wolf hound. Yeah, yeah like because in um Monstrous Regiment when she like hangs out with Gasboat and she, um, she transforms to do it, like she, it's described as like a very very scruffy looking raggedy tiny dog. Yeah, next to men at arms. I think not. Men at arms. Sorry, yeah, not monsters. We haven't read that yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, thi- I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking. Like, were you reading ahead? I was thinking like guns. Um, yeah. They do say Monsters Regiment. They do. I, w- I was doing Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen. <laughs> he can't help it. Every time he has a good idea, he's like, this is good, but also I'm writing a note so I can write an entire <laughs> book about it later. Yeah. But yeah, w- when she's described with next to Gaspard, she's just described as looking like a bigger, prouder like looking dog. Yeah. So, not wolfy, but big. I love it. I love to imagine werewolves as just being dogs. Um, I think it's a really it's good cool. concept. Well, dogs. Just dogs, dogs aren't they? Second um, good puppers. But yeah, so Heckin she's sort of puppers. she's sort of been captured and she's on this boat. And Carrot, rather than rushing on and res- rescuing her, uh, sort of just calmly walks back to the watch house and alerts Vimes that it's happening. And Vimes is like, "What the fuck is up with this guy?" <laughs> I have to say something. <laughs> Yeah, please. Pordopolis Yard. Uh, Pordopolis Yard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the oblong porpoise. How are we feeling about this? Pordopolis Yard. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, Ankh more pork. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I was just about to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I pretend I was never going to say that and be, pretend to be above this? You're not. None <laughs> of us no, are. I'm not above this. So, I'm not above so this. tempted to make like a Ang- more pork global porpoise account. It would be good. You just have to keep to rem- have to remember keep uh, posting on it. Yeah, maybe yeah. if I did a bot. That could be good. I'll I'll think about this. I think, and <laughs> no, I think that I think a gimmick account could 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 work if if you would always just like describe in the obnoxious like oval office way like something yeah. that happens in the in the current book that we're discussing on the podcast. So there's like yeah. a little tie into that. I need to write these ideas down. Um. <laughs> you don't have to write them down. You can just you know keep them in the in the head. In the brain. <laughs> I never write I've things it down. down. And I feel like I should do it more because I... Um, my head is just so full of things now. If I wrote them down, it would be, it would be more uh, free. Ooh, this is a big dog. <laughs> what are you looking at? Oh! <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at pictures of wolf. God damn. Here. Oh, that's a, that's a hacking good papa. That's, that's a hacking big doggo. Do- doggo. So that's a doggo. <laughs> It's um, I mean, there's a lot of forced perspective going on there, but they they do they are big. <laughs> do you remember when people were like, "Ah, oh, there's 
bats the size of people, and it's very obviously like a forced perspective yeah. thing. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people I don't know. Do that, don't they? I was watching the Lord of the Rings, and that I was like, wow, Elijah Wood. I didn't know he was that small. Just <laughs> 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 a little guy. They make humans that small? God damn. That's crazy. But now I know that it's it's all perspective because Elijah Wood is like uh basically the size basically I, I looked him up, he's about the same height as me. Uh yeah. but Ian McKellen is like three meters tall, so that's that's how they did it. Ah. No, I looked uh, it up and actually it's just like camera angles because he's actually the size of like a building. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they really had to use like a very very challenging camera angles to make him appear as short as they did in like a very expanded set um yeah elijah wood was the tallest one there yeah <laughs> they cut off both his legs to make him like seem the right size for the film andy yeah, circus actually were... played him there's there's this whole controversy where like people on set and people are just starting to speak out speak out about this but like everybody on set kept telling peter jackson why didn't you hire a shorter actor why did it need to be elijah wood his acting isn't like that special like he's mostly just like making the same face all the time okay (laughs) hot take sure okay you're coming coming for elijah yeah i'm not sure i can defend this not sure i can defend this i'm not saying this people on set were saying this to peter well, jackson their words internal <laughs> but but peter external. jackson was just so insistent on his own artistic vision which is to mm-hmm. have this freakishly tall actor uh, <laughs> <laughs> thought it would like hype up the sort of unreality of the film you know he thought it would like add to that have you seen the original version of the uh, hobbit films he made where um, they were all wearing those barrels um, that they have in that chase scene. Yeah. But for uh, the whole the whole three films, they were just everyone was wearing those barrels. I haven't. Really I'm a fake fan. It, would, it was. Yeah, yeah I'm glad. Good. I'm glad people are speaking up about this. Uh, anyway, finally, Peter so. Jackson's like reign of terror on like f- forcing people to to look this, look a different size than they actually are needs to end. Yeah, Ian McKellen it's, is only three inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> he's so tiny it's, 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 his real name is Ian McTiny yeah also Ian McKellen like isn't actually a wizard and I think that's magic erasure <laughs> he's, yeah it's magic face yeah it's magic face <laughs> okay he doesn't even normally have a beard yeah, yeah. anyway or a pointy hat <laughs> so Vimes is like, okay, I could decide to stay in Nightmare Pork and try and figure out the situation here, or I could just go to Clatch, get Angor, and try and like find who did the crime and arrest them and figure it all out, figure out the mystery, find out that it's Lord Rust, and then arrest him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he fucking knows. He's worked it out. He He's understands. Like, I need to figure out how it can be Lord Rust, and then once I figured out that it's Lord Rust, I'm gonna send Lord Rust to jail. Which is remarkably um, similar to how real-life police uh, <laughs> operate. Yeah. <laughs> That's how detritus operates. Detritus is like, I can probably find a crime uh, well, and arrest them for um, it. It's remarkably similar to how real-life police operate in the... In, in process. The, um, yeah, not in the fact that it's against the head of oh, state. Oh, Jesus, no. God, no. <laughs> I just mean in the methods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The methodology. So he solved the mystery. Don't worry about it. Um... So 
He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna steal a boat and I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this all out. I'm gonna talk to 71 hour Ahmed. So he, they basically commandeer a boat. Um, the guy who is the captain is not very happy about it. Um, they're like, ah, oh, what about the false wall that you have in the boat? And he's like, I don't have a false wall. And then Kurt's like, I found the false wall with all these weapons that he was going to sell to the <laughs> Kurtians. He's just like, there's no law against it. And they're all like, well, I'm not sure about it. that. Uh, <laughs> so they get in and they, they force him to uh, to keep sailing. Uh, meanwhile, Veterinary gets Leonard of Quirm to threaten Cullen and Nobby to come with him. Yeah. And he threatens them with a rocket. <laughs> He does such a great job at threatening them. <laughs> he threatens them at point blank with a, essentially a bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a full-on rocket launcher and he can't yeah. figure out how to work. I love, he's handing parts off to them as he's trying to screw it all together. <laughs> he gives them the rocket launcher. Yeah. He's like, so I think I can stabilise it a bit better. He's so good. I like Leonard. Terry, really he's a great Terry's character. really good at writing very visually comedic scenes. Yeah. Like yeah, a, a lot of the stuff in this book that happens, like I can picture as if I was watching it. Which is funny because when we actually do watch these things, I feel like they don't <laughs> yeah. work. But like reading it, I can picture it perfectly and it is very, very uh, yeah, funny. Well, he's very the, good. The at scene it. where um the scene where Sybil has cooked Sam breakfast and everything is just horribly overcooked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just describing him as like chewing his fried eggs and the, the bacon shatters when he pokes in. So, but Sam's like, oh yeah, this is great. I love this. <laughs> she can't cook and he loves it. Oh, yeah, well, that's, how, that, that's just how Vimes likes her too. Yeah. He, he doesn't like food. He likes, well. he likes vague brown chunks. He likes yeah, this is, grease. <laughs> this is a Terry thing about just liking really awful, greasy like, yeah. breakfast foods, which I really do uh, identify with personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just too. being British, isn't it? It is. Yeah, <laughs> just being really British, isn't it? Can't can't jail me for it. Um, it's not illegal. The only breakfast I eat is beautifully toasted sourdough, wrapped with uh, grated tomato and topped with the finest olive oils and salt. Grated tomato. Can you grate a tomato? <laughs> uh, you can try. Yeah, it's called pan con tomate. Oh, that's I think chopped. I just feel like if you try to grate it, it's just going to go... No, you, often it's grated. Okay. If you have a sharp grater, you can grate Well, it. I don't know. I'm British. Yeah, I once... So also, our tomatoes are terrible. I've had such a history of going to hotels and all they've had is a continental breakfast, which is very funny because I can do all the bits from the key and peel sketch. I was in a hotel visiting my cousin... Uh, not that long ago and I came down in the morning and the breakfast was like full English but laid out in the same way a continental one is so you could just keep going back up <laughs> I, I ate, been to those, like I ate so many beans <laughs> I had so many sausages I had three black These puddings beans. it was amazing beans are great baked beans awful don't say that <laughs> they're sweet why are they so sweet I also don't love baked beans I, they're so sweet yes <laughs> and they're lovely I'm, the, the beans defender has logged on. Take I like normal beans. Okay, normal anyway. Beans I like right. bean dad. <laughs> okay, shut the fuck up. Let's talk about Jingo. Um, yeah, so, so Veterinary is, like, appears and threatens them to get into the submarine which Leonard Aquim has built. Um, and he's like, yeah, I was thinking of, like, maybe, you know, powering it with pedals or oars or, like, a big screw, by which he means, like, a propeller. 
Uh, but then I came up with the idea of what if we just use dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> very funny to me. I like that he's just... And he also hasn't really utilized them very effectively, I feel like. But he's got like big things full of air and it's not to like propel them. It's because the dolphins love to swim through bubbles. So he just like releases air so that the <laughs> dolphins can swim through bubbles. It's very funny. <laughs> I want to come to Bristol soon. That'd be nice. Um, Tom Are and you I not allowed in. I think Saturday. I'll be in Mannheim, but oh. I hope you have a nice time. Oh no! <laughs> You'll be in Mannheim. That's pretty gay. Yeah. What about what oh. about Chickheim? What, what about, about some, a womanheim? What about Babeheim? <laughs> Fucking Germany. They're so sexist over there. They only have a Mannheim. Have you got considered? What about a Frauenheim? <laughs> it's twenty twenty one. Um, I will say okay. we can't, as the UK, say anything because we do have Manchester. Do you have the Isle of Man? What about women titser? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> women breaster, adult human think... female stir. <laughs> oh, it's called secondary <laughs> sex characteristics. It's called <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the fucking the fucking woke woke left want to make Manchester into Mixonchester. <laughs> Mixonchester. And I think that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Okay, <laughs> that's my goal. That's my agenda. It's the agenda. That gained. And um. Anyway, it's not Northerner. It's Northerner X. Noxener. Northerners. Noxeners. Okay. Manxunian. Anyway, so. <laughs> That's got, from the Isle of Yeah, Man. I know. God, I can't believe the Isle of Man are so um, woke about. Like. <laughs> it's 2021. It's 2021. Um, yeah, so it's 2021 and Veterinary and Colon and Nobby and. Leonard of Quirm are in, a, in the in the submarine, mm-hmm. and it's got like a big uh, screw thing on the end. And um, Nobby's like, "Is this for like destroying enemy ships?" And Leonard's like, "No, it's for attaching onto enemy ships or any other ships, just like the remora, and just holding on as it you know as it goes through the ocean. It's perfectly fine and normal." <laughs> yeah, if you were to destroy an enemy ship, that would also mean that it would sink and all the people on it would die. Which is fucked up. Just fucked up no to even think, think about. No. It's like you're a very disturbed young man, Mister Nobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they do that. They get onto the Clatchian ship. And Ahmad is like, huh, something going on there. That's weird. Guess the world is full of mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then he notices that Vimes' ship isn't catching up with them. And he's like, okay, that's not what I want to happen. So he cuts the, the sh- he cuts the, um, the sails. He cuts the sails so that their ship slows down. And then the captain's like, uh, someone cut the sails. And he's like, wow, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but how could someone have cut the sails when you're literally standing there and he's like oh, I don't know <laughs> you better keep going you better try your hardest to get us there on time um, and the captain does what he says so it's a very funny sort of parallel of both Vimes and Ahmed just like terrorising the captains of their ships mutually that they're on um, A cab all captains are bastards <laughs> yeah because on, on the other ship uh, Vimes is like we're not going fast enough so we've got to um We've got to, you know, unload some of the cargo. So they shove, like, literally everything on the boat over yeah, the side. Yeah, they get shame. rid of the anchor. <laughs> so they get rid of the anchor and the grappling hooks. And, and the saving the lifeboat, boat, lifeboats, and, yeah. <laughs> and the but manacles the, and the I, I do, like, it's, 
because this doesn't really get across how it's de- how it's how it's delivered in the book because yeah. it just like keeps every, every every once in a while when something is needed uh the writer says like oh you told me to throw that off because it was heavy <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. um, it's it's also because with them is um, visit and Reg Shoe and Cherry and Detritus are like the main body Red of the group. Red Shoe, yeah. visit and Red Shoe, Red Shoe having Regular some shoe. great old religious fundamentalists and like atheists in a world where gods are literally real. Yeah, it's dialogue. really funny. It's fun. I feel. I mean, I don't think it's as common as it used to be no, necessarily to have Jehovah's Witnesses come to your door. Yeah. I've had it happen like a couple times, but I feel like it used to be much more common. I could be wrong. I mean, coronavirus, am I right? Well, that, but also they can just do it online. Yeah. I yeah, did I... know a guy who, when I was in primary school, him would used to like go preach um, and he was 10. <laughs> I used to be seeing them just like standing Mm. At like at like the market or at like mm. at like very well uh, traversed places in the city, but like every the weird thing is that when I walk past like because there's also often like Greenpeace or like Pita or uh, what's the other activist group Amnesty uh, <laughs> activists be Rebellion. like. Yeah, there's also the fucking some other cha- some something other charity group. <laughs> the rebellion for ex- making Germans. Those extinct. are always like <laughs> also always standing around, and I always have to like walk past really fast because they because like those people will approach you and will talk to you into what you yeah. like charity, right? You you believe in the values of Amnesty International, right? So why don't you subscribe to this thing where you pay us like? 50 euros yeah. every month because it's worth you it's yeah. worth so far for you <laughs> in cardiff we have um Eric. like an extremely tall like fucking he's like fucking i don't know like he must be like six foot six to six foot ten he's so tall <laughs> and he's a he's like a ger- a young german Great. harry krishna guy <laughs> yeah he's extremely polite yeah but that, that's what that i was, was gonna brother. say like the 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 like Greenpeace and Amnesty people, they will, like, fucking... Even if you're, like... They, they will approach you from across the road and will hunt you down and will, yeah. will, will like, yeah. talk to you for, like, ten minutes. I, I always have to be, like, oh, my bus is coming in, like, literally one minute. I need to get... So my train is coming. The Jehovah Witnesses don't do that. They just stand there. Yeah. They're very awkward people. Chaz, <laughs> me, and Ash got approached in Bristol oh, City yeah. Centre the other day by um, a woman who, like, stood right next to me like walking alongside me like touching was like um do you, have you guys got any aches healing? or pains we think some street healing today and it was just there like uh tons <laughs> but i'm good thank you oh man bring back bring back the guy who who lives outside the arnolfini and sings i think yeah much better yeah. that guy rocks yeah so uh visits like they're like oh can your religious pamphlets like can they serve as a lifeboat? And he's like, metaphysically, they can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Reg- and then there's like a really weird freak weather storm where it rains fish, and then it rains like doorknobs, like bed bed knobs, mm. and then it and then it rains like tins of fish. It rains sardines. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, Red Shoe is like, damn, I wonder how far the barometer's fallen. <laughs> and Atreides is like, pretty far. <laughs> because he's thrown it over the side. Do you get it? It's um, good. They're good jokes. They're pretty funny. full of jokes. I found that very funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're catching up. Uh, the submarine goes under the island and they see that... Um, it's actually floating. It's a floating island, which makes sense because it came out of the ocean. No, it doesn't um. because land is heavier than water. That's why it's <laughs> in the bottom of it. I That's love. I love how all of it is there. Like the like the entire book is just there. Like wow, didn't there used to be a volcano here? No, don't think about it. Oh wow, everything smells of sulfur. Um, how did this <laughs> island pop up to the top? Uh, don't think about it. <laughs> Yeah, because like Leonard McQuarrie was like, yeah, the gas built takes ages to build up and then it escapes rapidly when it reaches the top, and then it takes ages to build up again. Do you get where this is going? <laughs> no, I war, huh? Yeah. What, is what, is it good for? what is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. War never um, changes. So cheap. war never changes. <laughs> Uh, war, war does the thing is war sometimes fucking I know. changes because you have like a gun that shoots a small nuclear missile at yeah people. yeah we don't have that although the Americans did at one point so I suppose it doesn't war didn't, probably yeah did you not know about they had a thing called the Davy Crockett it was a small nuclear missile that was like carried around by soldiers and launched by them it would have like given the soldiers cancer cool <laughs> I I think war does change, but it it just in the fact that war just gets worse like over the years. Um, except, I think war will get better in that less people mm-hmm. will be harmed when the Cubans do actually develop the technology to give you a Vanna syndrome. <laughs> they have. God, They've got the technology. Shoot. I have they're it. Having, they're giving us all Havana syndrome uh. every single day. I have Havana syndrome. Asking the street healer if she can cure your Havana syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) I got Havana syndrome right now. I've got a slightly runny nose. Uh, I was feeling tired earlier. Yeah. Me too. I I finish work and I'm exhausted. It's Havana syndrome. (laughs) I still can't get the Camilla Cabello song out of my head. Um, I don't even Since know the, the last song. time Everyone we made this, this joke. song, and you, I don't know what the song you is. Do you know fucking know Havana by Camila Cabello because you've heard it, like on any radio station or in any shop you've been in or in any I don't cab. Go to shops. I don't. You, you have do heard go to Havana. Shops. You have heard Havana <laughs> Unana. You, yeah. The song. There's a. He took there's her a, best there's... to West Atlanta. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Are you listening to it now? Sure, that, that really is Camilla Cabello. <laughs> the music video for the song has like a five-minute intro. You'll want to skip that. Do you? Oh my god, it's you, so long. Are you feeling yeah. the syndrome yet? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I've ever listened to the full song. It's just the chorus that is so I, damn catchy. I've, Do you think Camilla Cabello was ever funded by the CIA? I honestly can't tell if I've heard this before. If it's just not very. I th- it was quite famous like, I will in say, 2019. I think if she gets any no, more outspoken about Cuban politics and how she supports the people revolting there, then I think she is a CIA plan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, I don't, is she, was she like born in Cuba or is she like, I a, think she's uh, diaspora, but that's so diaspora. funny. 
I mean, they're all like largely all very right wing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, she Anti. was born in Cuba. Oh, was she? Uh. Yeah. Huh. I, I mean, I don't. Parents did there. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's right. I don't know. I don't know what she is. She was racist towards no money, so I don't. I don't care. Yeah, and she's she was also not a really. She's a really bad singer. I mean, t- to be fair, we would not have gotten Cinderella without her, so maybe it was all worth it. Okay, yeah, fair. Thanks, Mr. CIA. What a great movie. <laughs> when Billy Porter said yes, Queen. I felt that. I felt represented. I felt that. I watched a horror movie today that I really enjoyed um, that had a non-binary like main character um, and it was enjoyable. It was, it was good. There was like a bit where the... like. Uh, valedictorian, like captain of the school, what they called head of year of the school, like stood up and was there, like in times like this with dead students, I need to do something for all of us. So I'm going to read you my acceptance letter to this university, and then it's all just like outing this one person. And I was like, yes, Queen. Mm-hmm. That's a very tangent, like complete off on a tangent. I just think it was a good movie. It's called this outing them on what? But it was just that her entire like essay was just there, like. At speaking of bravery, I know someone who's very brave. There is a him, a her, a them at my school um, who loves NASA. And it's just really good. What, the president of Egypt? <laughs> 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 they fucking love NASA. They're all about that pan-Arabism, baby. <laughs> it's just very good. You should watch There is Someone Inside Your House. Anyway, that was a... <laughs> doesn't matter. Anyway, so <laughs> so Sounds horrific. No one has to I'm so scared. This is our this is our Halloween episode. Ooh, Ooh happy Halloween! Spooky, spooky. Our, our Hogfather episodes happening on neither Halloween or Christmas. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. Yeah, this book is not um, very scary. Well, the real the the, the real scare real scary is, thing racism, is racism. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colon colon. We we did skip it, but colon at one point does essentially just say, "Yeah, Rob <laughs> Nobby, I'm a white supremacist." Yeah. And Nobby's like, I don't know. That sounds pretty bad. Actually, I earmarked the page. Um, <laughs> he like he literally word for word. Look, Nobby. When all's said and done, they ain't the right colour. And that's the end to it. Like, and then Nobby's like, what, brick red? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Nobby good Nobby calls on. him a gammon, yeah. Nobby, n- colon is a set, colon is Gaz Baz. Yeah, like, he's, he is Gaz Baz. Yeah. It's just like him, him again, word for word, white's, white's a state of, you know, mind. Yeah. It's like doing an honest day's work for an honest day's pay, that sort of thing. And washing regular. Uh, and then yeah, Nobby rips the shit out of him because he's like, "Oh yeah, not like we do. Like, we we work really hard, um, and you know the the, the Goro family they don't work hard at all. Um, yeah. Damn Clatchians. It's it's just yeah. like it's one of those what what happened to there being no racism in discontent? <laughs> what happened to I'm that? There, there is there was colon just he, there is colon there. just goes on like a whole white is white rant. Yeah. White is yeah. right. Front. White is white a state is of mind. That is. He's like, listen, it's the kind listen, of racism Nobby. that you hear from like our grandparents' generation. Yeah. yeah. I. Like, my eyebrows rose all the way up to my hairline reading that bit. Yeah. It, it did take yeah, me by surprise. 
it's the, it's the just like the deep seated belief. There's no without like any sort of obfuscation that just like we're better than mm. them. Yeah. Despite yeah. all evidence to the contrary, and that people are uh, yeah. largely the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know it still is around, obviously, but yeah. it tends to be more sort of obfuscated now. Yeah. Although it means the same thing. You have to couch. Yeah. Your language. Yeah. Dog whistles. Yeah. 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 I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't get Colon to dog whistle if <laughs> if you tried to. If Colon talked to Angor and then he whistled, would that be a dog whistle? I'm not sure he would do that. Remember that song, Whistle by Flo Rida? Yes, was I, like, I do. Still Actually, listen this one to I it know. occasionally. <laughs> I, I was Flo like, Rider, full confession, is I... one of my like actual pop weaknesses. His songs yeah. are misogynistic and terrible, They're but I do blow really jobs. like listening to them. I'm just like, yeah, all right. We're still talking about Camilla Cabello. <laughs> Sorry, Whistle, you were saying, Yana? No, I was just, when you said Whistle, I was reminded of that song, Whistle, which I haven't thought about in, in a very long time. <laughs> it's just this. I, I do love that the indication is because it's like a big like blowjob metaphor. But that I don't. But does does Florida Whis- like when they when people blow into his dick? Like <laughs> right up his urethra. You blow into the into yeah, the, into the, into the- <laughs> It's very funny. I like his in a bicycle. The pump whole just <laughs> start pumping. <laughs> the whole song really is him being like, yeah, put your lips together, come real close, and then blow. And it's like. Like should not blow you. into a penis. It can cause severe medical problems. Don't do that. <laughs> That's true. Just getting a test. Yeah. Chad, don't come in here with that kind of fucking woke nonsense. I knew, I knew it was true for vaginas. I didn't know that it was. I mean, I don't know why it would. No, you should not blow into a penis. No. no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there goes my weekend plan. Stop Fuck. doing it, Robin. <laughs> Stop it. No, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to not do it. <laughs> What you gotta do? You gotta let, put your lips together, come real close, and and go <laughs> on their belly. You know, like like when you're a kid and your parents do yeah, that to you. Yeah, it's it's on your, doing like because like, you're a tubby baby. Yeah, doing raspberries. It's nice. Yeah. Um, I I just want to one last thing before we get back to Jingo. In that song, Flow Rider says, "There's only one flow and one rider." Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. There's no state. Florida that he named himself after. I just think, like, dude, you named yourself after something you can't... I... Not to nitpick a, a pop rap song. What? My rapper name is Del Aware, so... <laughs> I love Del Aware. And, uh... Tax evasion? <laughs> that what Del Aware's famous for? Put your uh, tax forms together... Uh, come real close and de- de- deposit them into my uh, building with thousands of companies registered yeah. purely for tax purposes. I think that's fine. I yeah. There's no issues with that. No. I want to, uh, just like on a more serious note and, and back into the book. Yeah. This is the page after uh, Colon says that um, white people are just naturally better. Um, <laughs> <Oof>. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
he, I mean, he's wrong. The book is framing him as wrong. Like, yeah. I, that's, you know, oh, no, that's yeah. not my criticism. Um, I was just thinking it's interesting because on the next page, um, he says, Nobby, you know you're just, you're just trying to get me going, right? You know we're better than the Clatchians. Otherwise, what's the point? Um, which I thought was very interesting. Um, I just thought that was a pretty succinct um, description of the UK's foreign policy for the last Otherwise, yeah, what's the point? thousand years. <laughs> yeah, it's like we've got to. Yeah. We are better than be them. Doing. Yeah. Otherwise, what? Why would we be doing this if we weren't better? If yeah. if it wasn't like really cool that we were doing it, then it, wouldn't it be really <laughs> fucked up that we were doing this stuff? cost fallacy of <laughs> colonialism. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. So you're, you're doing colonialism. You're like you're starting to enslave people in huge numbers. You you're like doing genocides to control spice trades, <laughs> and then you're like, oh fuck, this isn't this isn't good. Mm, but what if? What if they were all like subhuman and worse than me? So it's actually fine. That is, that is actually, yeah. in a way, that's actually philanthropy. Yeah, um, like justify a natural all state my... or something, and it's like actually like you know, God said it was cool. <laughs> so yeah, what God if it said was it's actually fine. Something I had to do because they can't look after themselves. Yeah. Exactly. I'm doing a civilization. You can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> mm. They haven't been looking after themselves. The what past is civilization? Well, it's a concept 10, I just made years. up, but it's very important. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Civilization is a society where people have a shared language and communication and structures between themselves. Not like that, but like in a British way. Like in a British way. <laughs> like there needs to be a very, very strict hierarchy. If you're not wearing a top hat, that is not civilization. <laughs> what all these all these people in Bengal with their like um their systems of like agricultural exchange to create resilience in times of famine. They're not civilized. No, because we've got to, we've got to organize their farms along a more logical line so that we can extract maximum profit from them. <laughs> like, and like, if they die as a result when a famine comes, mm, <laughs> they're civilized. Obviously, they did dead. it wrong. Yeah. Exactly. If they were truly civilized, what they would do is give one person all of the food, uh-huh. and then that yeah. person can then distribute it out to everybody else if they want. And then you put all your that trust in is a private exactly, and that's putting it into the a private exactly. <laughs> but also backed by the crown. <laughs> yeah, and they've never been wrong. No, it's the crown. All I'm saying is, we invent a time machine. We go back in time with like a few hundred cases uh, full of Kalashnikovs and give them to <laughs> Tipu Sultan. <laughs> Could be good. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is that it's fine. I'm not um, saying that. I I think it would be. I think it's fine to say that um, hundreds of years ago you would have armed people. Oh, that's fine. Hundreds of years. <laughs> Can't, I would never, an I would threat, never what, sell weapons an to a foreign to arm power. Sultan. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any weapons to sell, so... I've got a small knife. I know people are telling about me that I have weapons of mass destruction here in my... Uh, in my little room in Erlangen, but uh, you see, you you see it, and there's no place I could hide them. So, yeah, the important yeah, thing you... to know about Jingo though is that it's dedicated to the brave Mujahideen. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder if there's any dedication in this one. Though, cause there is. Did you that. not see it? It said like to all the people fighting for peace or whatever. What? No, it doesn't. My copy doesn't it, have it. It doesn't my copy. It doesn't in mine. <laughs> doesn't what in mine either. What the fuck? Either, What's your copy? 
Mine's just the. It's a copy I got from the internet that says. It <laughs> just got the based version. <laughs> Let me find it. Let me find it. Just, just said. Just is says all strength to the Revolutionary Guard of Iraq. <laughs> glorious struggle for uh, Pan Arabism and. It says Terry Pratchett, Jingo, a novel of Discworld to all the fighters for peace. <laughs> I, okay. Good mine doesn't. Mine, mine doesn't say no, that. No, mine also does not say that. Very Are you sure. Intri- just after the title page. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I checked it three that. times. No, mine. Mine definitely doesn't say it. That's weird. When was yours published? Oh. This is interesting. Uh, I don't know. Terry Terry joined the YPG. Now this is podcasting. Yeah, it says it on the on the Goodreads. It has it. But mine says Trans World Publishers, so that's cool. I guess. Oh, sus. Start. <laughs> Trans World. Mine says Cis World Publishers. Cis is a slur. It's just world. Oh, sorry, I yeah. forgot about that. I'd like to apologise to all of the uh, all of the cis people out yeah. there. Yeah. Sorry, you can't take a fucking joke. I'm. Oh, nice. I can't believe yours actually has like a to the brain merging fighters. Introduction. That's so funny. I mean, not word for I'm word. Gonna, but... I'm gonna start a conspiracy theory that Terry Pratchett and Abdullah Alchalan are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Terry's still alive. He's in a Turkish prison. He must be free. I'm in the dedications page of the wiki, and it says many of the Harry Pratchett novels have a dedication. Jingo is dedicated to all fighters for peace. I feel like I'm reading the like original issue paperback though. Maybe it was added in later. I don't know. Yeah, but I have was... a new issue. I bought mine off of Amazon like two weeks really ago. When was it published? Well, okay, mine is My a 2013 reissue, so it might have been. But... Chaz, you got to bring some wheat paste to Cardiff. Oh no! Mine also did that. A lot of them because they're very cheap. They are very. This cheap. is like the ninety-seven paperback. So, mm. like, I would assume the original yeah. one. Same as mine, I think. Yeah. This incredibly, incredibly oh, no. sun bleach oh. spine. Thank you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, some of ours have have um, rat gnawing marks on the spine because <laughs> yeah, my brother's rat. Yeah, my brother's rats. <laughs> Okay. Good, good chance. Okay, continue, continue <laughs> on. So yeah, so that's the colon and and Nobby bit. Um, Angua sees that there's a big spiky thing that came out of the floor, which is from the submarine, and she escapes by like cutting her collar on it. And she turns into a woman and runs around deck for a while, and they're all like, "Ah, a woman!" Um, <laughs> and she turns into a naked woman. Yep. Yeah. Or that their eyes, their eyes all like pop out of their heads with hearts go, in them, oh, and their hearts, yeah. their hearts beat so hard out of their chest that they like stretch <laughs> the skin out, and you can just see a heart-shaped heart. Mm. Yeah, and she, out. yeah, she runs into a room, and the injured prince is in one of the bunks. So he's there. Terry does a whole bit about how being a naked woman has the adv- advantage of being a naked man because less people get offended. Yeah. <laughs> Probably true, and then he mitigates that by saying, "But then you also have to deal with these fucking guys, which yeah, yeah. unwelcome advances." <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, it's, it's tough to be a hot." She's because she's very hot. So yeah. Angua is so yeah. sexy. Like Not the biggest fucking... We've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole. It keeps. He didn't bring it back later. Like in that, in 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 Men at Arms, that's like there's like. 15 jokes about how them having to make like 
those like make, special like, adjustments yeah, special to the adjustments. armor because her bedoingas are so big <laughs> <laughs> she's busty it's, she's the kind of she's, got um, big naturals. she's the kind of character that joss whedon thinks he writes but she's not a child mm-hmm. or like doesn't act like yeah mm-hmm. and also he doesn't he think... doesn't keep mentioning no, that she's really jo- and joss whedon's joss whedon's girl characters don't have big tits like that's... No, they're like small tits. Yeah, yeah they're sort no, of wayfish. They're all, they're... Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah, they're all incredible. They look skinny. younger, and that's all I'll say on that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, Anger escapes, and she's running around naked. And um, she's like, oh shit, that's the prince. And then she, like, jumps off, and she's clinging on by, like, a rope. And then Ahmed's like, ah, I guess she drowned. Everyone go back to work. <laughs> He's giving her a um, little wink. And gives her a little wink, and then she climbs in and hides in the hold for for the rest of the journey. Frank, th- frankly, is a very problematic thing to do to a naked woman. <laughs> you yeah. Wink well, she's she's wearing like a sheet by that point, so it's fine. Um. So they they all come to shore. There's this whole bit about Vimes reading Tacitus. 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 Tacticus. Is it? I'm just reading yeah, it as yeah. Tacitus because Te- Tacitus is the real guy. This is Tacitus. Yeah. I'm just. Re- I, it's because of my classical education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classical education doesn't teach you how to read. <laughs> I mean, when I was a child, I did think Tacitus was Tacticus. I also thought that because I, yeah. I knew about Tacticus first. Yeah. yeah, I always get confused when when in the crosswords there's a thing that says Lao. And I don't know if it's Lao Tzu or Lao Tse, because like one of them is the real one, and the other one is entirely Pratchett. Yeah, no, I have the I have the same thing. <laughs> Lao Tse no, I'm just, is I'm the just, wrong um, one because it's meant to be like Laozi. What's Laozi? It's the the real one. What? T- somebody give I'm me a page slightly. number for Tacticus, because I I don't believe you. I'm Berenstein <laughs> universing this. Uh, well, you're wrong. I'm well, sure I am. The Mandela but effect am I? strikes again. This is gonna be hard to find a page where it gets mentioned. And also, we have different. In the Vimes bits. We have different page numbers oh, anyway. Did Nelson so Mandela that... die in a South African prison in the uh, 1980s? I did just find a very interesting quote that I did want to talk about while I was looking for this tacticus thing. So I will come on to that, but I'm still. There was one I can, I can link you to an article from Discord Wiki if that's uh, and I won't believe that. <laughs> I will do the same one with Chesley Here we go. Oh my god, it is Tacticus. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, because it's a joke, not the real guy. (laughs) I thought when I was reading it, it's weird they just went with like Tacitus' actual name, but then I was like, oh, it's funny because Tacitus wasn't a general. He was just like a rich guy, (laughs) which is what the joke is. Um, no, his I, name no. is Tacticus because he invented tactics. Because he does tactics. Yeah, the joke is much dumber than you would think. Let's... Although it is very good because they're like, oh yeah, he was like, he was like Amorphok's best uh, tactics guy. He was the best general ever, and he was so good that they were, like found it kind of annoying. Yeah, and they sent him off to like be like the king of uh, Gen- Genoa. 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 Yeah, Genoa. He was so good at tactics that he sometimes brought people back. Yeah, like too many people back came back alive, yeah. and it was like awkward. <laughs> um, and then his immediate his immediate action upon becoming king of this other place was to 
like evaluate the threats and decide that Ankh-Morpork was the biggest threat and then declare war on Ankh-Morpork, <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> There's some great, like some of his tactical advices, like if you are outnumbered and, uh, and don't have a good chance to win, then his, his incredible tactical advice is to don't fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if a guy is in an impenetrable fortress, make sure he stays there. it's really good it's really good Um, honestly it's pretty good advice it is it's a great siege tactic Um, like millions uh, thousands of commanders throughout history have have seen impenetrable fortresses and I mean like well, what if I did loads of human waves attacks at them and then I could get I could get in there I think yeah (laughs) it's not like that impenetrable to me (laughs) people would be looking at just like forts like covered in guns and they're like what if what if we just like made men walk? <laughs> That'll work. It didn't work before, but this time. This time it'll yeah, work. Yeah, it's a challenge. Like you want to be the first one. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I, I only lost most of my men when I when I got into the Winning fortress. against a penetrable fortress is like <laughs> lamest shit. You also said Benny Vidi Vici and Vimes is like, I don't believe he came up with that on the spot. I think he just like that's, came up with it beforehand. I was like, this sounds cool. That's like him cla- having that's to try and terrified. come up with a v, uh, word, short words that begin with V to yeah. be like ben- Benary. Vomitos. <laughs> it's pretty Vamoose. funny that he's like, he's like, he came up with it and then, and then went, and then went to see a place and conquer. Yeah. <laughs> <This is my laughs> gonna come up with three words that start with V and then that's the thing I'm going to do um, so I wanted to bring up this section um, from the bit that we read which is the bit where Vimes is having it all out with Rust mm. um, and it's it's kind of just an inch- is it the civilian line? Yeah, so it's it's like Vime saying, look, I don't have to take this, you can't yell at me, etc. Russ saying, oh, so you'd rather be a civilian, would you? And then him like, and it's in italics, like it, and it, so he says, a watchman is a civilian, you inbred streak of piss, which is a, a good <laughs> line. Um, I like that he calls them an inbred streak of yeah. piss. I enjoy that. Um, Oh yeah, the watchman being a civilian bit is the bit that kind of gave me pause. Um, I mean, because everybody's a civilian, <laughs> even if you're not, you yeah. are a civilian. Everyone exists. Like we are, we are all living in a civilization. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. You know, he's like Terry's trying to make the point that police shouldn't be army; they should be, you know, civilian police, like a neighborhood watch. Mm. I guess. <laughs> like when Steven Seagal drove a tank through someone's wall, killing their dog. Yes, yeah. exactly like that. <laughs> like the film The Watch. Like the film you know? The Watch, yeah. Yeah. Just guys looking after guys. Yeah. Um, Pretty sus. Yeah. It's, it's kind of... Because it's like, I think it's really clear what he's trying to do with The Watch and that it is a force for good and it is like a force for actually looking out for like the real people... And the interests of the city, but I don't know. It's very weird. It's very weird to read those lines yeah. about like 
a watchman is not a civilian in the yeah. in like our current climate because it is it's just like a valorization of an idea of the police that doesn't really exist. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah, it's, it's completely untrue the, in our current. Uh, it has always been untrue. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's an ideal and perfect form of what policing should be in a certain mindset, mm. which doesn't exist and probably can't. Yeah. yeah. It's like, actually, if you yeah, if you I, give somebody this much power over everybody else, then maybe they stop becoming one of those people. I mean, it's kind of unclear in the Discworld. <laughs> like, they don't actually have that much power in Discworld, the Watcher. Yeah. Like, hardly a force to be reckoned with, except when they are. They seem to mostly tell people Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's because it comes so close to, like, the real world criticisms and, like, satire on our society that it makes it kind of yeah. interesting to think about that kind of thing. Is a bus driver a civilian? Yes. I yes. think so. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What do you think? <laughs> well, you you can, if you think you're being wrongfully arrested, you can just oh, ask the bus driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, you are right. They can override the police. Why, yeah. why would I ask the bus driver when I could simply tell the officer to stop arresting me while I call 999? Um, something that they yeah. will let me do. Um, you can just run away from the police if you if you don't want to be arrested by them. They told us that. <laughs> They'll be fine with it. This is all advice that the police out. gave us this week. So thank you, everybody. Being arrested? Yeah, just, say how... no. <laughs> just say no. Just say no to being how... arrested. <laughs> it's funny how every time we do a watch book, there's we have some, like there's some sort of police violence, like new police shit happen. Yeah, but I think that's just. The police. It's always not, happening. Not, yeah, it's not, I think yeah. it's constant. And then when we're not doing a watch book, we we don't <laughs> collate the two. But yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. it's fucking nuts though. Um, oh, that... it's been insane recently. <sighs> the UK is like, oh, people hate the police. I think the solution is more of the same, <laughs> which yeah. is police. Yeah. I, I, it's it's. We need more police to protect you from the police. Which is but the bad ones. Do you know they've? Which you can tell. Do you know apart. they are still going ahead with Brooklyn Nine Nine next season? Another uh, one? Yeah, it ended. I thought it was going to be the last. No, one. it didn't end. They're doing one more. They have one a more. last season to film one after fucking everything that has gone on publicly over the last three years. And even then, there's no one is on board with that. this. Like, I who fucking is asking for it? What are they going to do? <laughs> Nine and nine six. But my little friends <laughs> who are the police and they're lovely police and I know the police are bad, but I like Jake Peralta, he's my husband. He's, he's my epic. small beans. <laughs> he's my small bean. I love when he arrested that guy um and uh screamed at him in order to get him to confess to a crime he had no evidence for. And it's framed as comedic and it is pretty funny because I do think Andy Samberg is funny. It's just extremely horrifying to think about yeah. in any like <laughs> Yeah. It's almost just produced loads of like bootleg stickers, uh bootleg merch where it's just like Jake Parata like committing horrific police violence. <laughs> Could just be the show. Yeah, he Let's does that in the book. show. <laughs> Yeah, but like obviously horrific. Right. It's, okay, yeah, yeah. Not just what emotionally. Else in 
Yeah, just like I don't, yeah. maybe someone should. What else do happens that, in it would Jingo? be horrible, but it would be a powerful so, political yeah, statement. Yeah, and so they they get you know they get to clash. Um, they get to the place where they're going to land, which is this really terrible place to land that they're all landing because Lord Russ was like, they'll never expect this. <laughs> <laughs> they'll expect us to land in the easily defensible area where there's loads of cover rather than in the stupid area. Yeah, because that's what an idiot would do. Yeah, because that's Lord Rust is doing. Do. He's doing very much a sort of general Melchit thing from Blackadder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah, and so they much. they land there. Um, so anyone out Ahmed goes into off into the desert, like carrying someone who's presumably you know the the prince. And um, Vimes goes after him. Uh, after they like. They sort of ground, deliberately ground the boat because they don't have any anchors or anything, so they have to just like sort of sail it into the sandbank. Yeah, they do the and, like, most impressive like the word, landing in the history of bad They call it like the word like saddest, the word saddest ship. Yeah, they call it the world's funniest shipwreck. Um, <laughs> and the captain is like having a panic attack, but they go off into the desert to like meet the dregs, yeah. and uh, Vimes it- tries to get one over on them by like grabbing one of them and threatening him and being like, ha if you don't come or I'm going to cut off his head. And they're just like, they run anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid. There's a great bit, like, at, at the point where, like, Vimes is, like, it, like, the ship is, like, you know, there's this, there's this awful storm and they don't know how to land. And it's, like, going really badly. And then the, like, alternate timeline, uh, What's it called? What's the Alexa called? Disorganizer. Disorganizer is like bingly boop. <laughs> the reminder to get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what happens in the <laughs> if he had stayed in Ankh Park. Yeah, because this whole thing. Because the disorganizer starts being able to predict the future because it can like see the potential, in, like appointments of the future. So this one is just like seeing the potential appointments of a future that he's no longer part of. Talk about small gods. I know. Talk about small gods. Talk about small gods? I would never do that. (laughs) I would never do that for four hours, five out of six hours. I would never quote retweet someone's podcast episode with, here's our old episode (laughs) of small gods. Yeah, we're not mad about that though still. (laughs) No. Um, I'm not mad. No. We're laughing. I'm laughing. Actually. Um, I'm I think laughing. it's hilarious. So, yeah. So that's about where we are in the book. Do we have any final points? I mean, I just think it's interesting how much this is. This feels like a completely different book than the last one. Like, the, the, than the last section uh, yeah. of this book, where like all that stuff about how, how like look how, look how like this everyday racism and hate crimes are like developing and how easy it is that people like it has this whole like you know city drama aspect uh and this one it's just like as soon as they like leave ankh Park, it just feels like uh, i mean it's not it's still it's good and it's fun it just feels like the 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 themes that he set up uh, set up in in the first bit like barely come through like it's just that one colon scene where it's like about oh look how dumb racism is it's very much a terry plot structure yeah. which is lots and lots of things happen in the first two thirds and then like building all building up to like uh, action and then the last third is the action the last third yeah. is incomprehensible yeah yeah <laughs> not always 
He's gotten better. It's yeah. not always when it's more of like an intellectual action than it is a physical fight scene because his fight scenes still yeah. kind of leave me a bit like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did try something new with Hawkfather. Yeah. In the yes. in the climax of that, that we See, all the, understood. The, yeah. The book where the rest of it was this racism city drama. Um, that was the other vibe. Post rare This is the we're following the other yeah. vibes. Is going on a boat adventure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's some stuff I'm excited. I can't remember how they. F- there's a lot to fit in the rest of this book, but I'm excited to read I the like. Can't last wait thing. to see how the knobby thing it's is going to happen. It's better than I remember. I, I think as a book. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty good yeah. so far. I, it's not. I. I don't think so far. I put it at the top of my favorite watch books, but it's a. It's a decent one. I really like it. I will say that, despite its yeah. flaws. I yeah. am so charmed by that Inari in this. Um, I know! He he's great. he's so really good. And the, the clutch stuff is bad. Yeah. But, but I just feel like... But I love the intrigue. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I love all the shit with Lord Rust. I think he's a really like interesting character that I would like to see more of, even if just to like hate. He's a yeah. character I love to hate. Really, yeah. it also it also feels like, like stylistically, uh, I because I, like I have not read this before, but I have read the Fifth Elephant, and stylistically, it it does super feel like the the connective link between like the mm. the way he develops the Watch Books into like kind of a different thing than they were at the start, uh, and like the, the a lot of the good things in like especially this section, are, I think, like gonna be even better in the Fifth Elephant, like. Yeah, they do become they the watch books stop being so uh, yeah. more pork centered, and I think that's good. Mm. I do like them, but I, yeah, I I think I think it's good to have the watch like stretch there, like you know, stretch what these characters in which in which situations these characters can take part, and then and then there there will still be like and more pork centric books. They will just be like. The moist books or the truth or you know, mm. yeah, because it's so it's so super memorable. Because like with the other ones, they are good books, but they do tend to blend in my brain quite yeah. a lot. Like the first three, mm. and I'll be like, was that in Guards Guards or was that did that happen in Men at Arms? And and the sort of with these ones, there's they become a lot more distinct, and I can sort of remember more what happens in yeah. which one in the first um, book, but. I, I I do think the first book as like a trilogy or the first three books as a trilogy work together really well. Like as yeah. the Yeah yeah. As like an Angmore Park trilogy, I guess. Like mm-hmm. and, and there's like good like character arcs throughout those three books. Uh in this book it feels it feels much less about that in a way that like uh what was the last one? The Feet of Clay was like so much more about the about the character acts. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. This has been Jingo. <laughs> Jingo. Um, Flieg and the Fetzen is the German really title, by to, the way. We really, really need to end this episode. We need to, it's so yeah. long. We've gone on so many tangents. Um, <laughs> I will explain the German title next episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you like. That, can you listeners? 
If you like this episode, you can donate to our Patreon at Who Watches the Watch on Patreon for three euros. You can get all our bonus content, including da 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 Dark Spell, the sequel to Hard Spell. What? It started, baby. More like Shart Spell. That's so true. It's already um, out on Patreon, and our, the response has been so great. Yeah. yeah. Or you can donate to. <laughs> I'm editing everything on time. Or you can donate five euros and be shouted out like these people. Uh, let me scroll down. There we go. Boyfriend of the show, Tom, hang the tank. Jay. Terran. I. Ray Carter. N. <laughs> Milk succubus. G. Remember oh. those last? Oh. Justin Crandall. G. J. FNDM. I. Slime Simon. M. <laughs> Sarah McClintock. G. Flash Rape. Oh. And a big flat band. J. Dingo, dingo. I was like, when, once you got to like N, I was like, okay, I see where this is going, but you don't have enough letters to do this. <laughs> Just do it. Well, I was thinking like J I N G O, J I N G O, J I N G O, and Jingo was his name. That's pretty good. There you go. Uh, but we don't have enough patrons for me to do that whole thing, so yeah. I, we're like uncomfortably in the can. middle. Yeah, so it is <laughs> you your fault, patrons. Join our Discord and feel baffled. Mm. Um, <laughs> feel surprised by who is Carlo? Who is Carlo? There's law to this podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's only on the Patreon. Um, yeah, join the Patreon to be in the know. Anyway, join uh, the Patreon we'll see you next if time. you to to become. Uh, <laughs> part of your own like nft called community (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh join us next week and until then uh beyond strong in the arm is my uncle beyond strong in the arm is my uncle big Big. Uh, don't store uh ammonium nitrate with fuel oil don't do it uh nft stands for no fucking turfs that's right it's an anagram within an anagram Yeah. That's no fucking right. tips. No fucking tips. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. bye. Yeah.